Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Me. Focus Features presents Back to Black. I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles. Experience the music and her story. Know this. I ain't no spy girl. Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy. On the big screen. I want to be remembered. For just being me. Amy Winehouse. Back to Black. Directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R. Under 17. Not a minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th. What's incapable of being racist? My people joking about Canadians. Yep, can't do it to Canada. Can't do it to Canada. Or the French. This could happen here. Yeah. The French? We can be racist against the French. It's true. Yeah. Speaking of racism. That makes Quebec angrier. But like, speaking of racism, Chris, what's our topic today? Yeah, uh, today's episode is about why I hate the cops. Hell yeah. Oh, yeah! Specifically, cool. it is about uh, it is about the Chicago Police Department and the many, 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 many crimes they have committed. Uh, we're going to talk about. Well, okay. To 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 lead us in to explain what we're doing here today, I'm I'm going to read a quote from from the late anthropologist David Graeber from his book, The Democracy Project. Mm. For my own part, I find what I call the rape, torture, and murder test very useful. It's quite simple. When presented with a political entity of some kind or another, whether a government, a social movement, a guerrilla army, or really any other organized group, and trying to decide whether they deserve condemnation or support, first ask, do they commit, or do they order others to commit, acts of rape, torture, or murder? It seems a self-evident question, but again, it's surprising how rarely, or better, how selectively, it is applied. Or perhaps it might seem surprising until one starts applying it and discovers conventional wisdom on many world political issues instantly turned upside down. 
In 2006, for example, most people in the United States read about the Mexican government's sending federal troops to quell a popular revolt initiated by a teacher's union against a notoriously corrupt governor in the southern state of Oaxaca. In the U.S. media, this was universally presented as a good thing, a restoration of order. The rebels, after all, were violent, having thrown rocks and Molotov cocktails, even if they only threw them at uh, heavily armed police, causing no serious injuries. No one, to my knowledge, has ever suggested that the rebels raped, tortured, or murdered anyone. Neither has anyone who knows anything about the events in question, seriously contested the fact that forces loyal to the Mexican government had raped, tortured, and murdered quite a number of people in suppressing the rebellion. Yet somehow such acts, unlike the rebels' stone-throwing, cannot be described as violent at all, let alone as rape, torture, or murder, but only appear, if at all, as accusations of human rights violations, or in some similarly bloodless legalistic language. Yeah, and, and that, yeah. that's the framework that I want to take to the Chicago Police Department so... People can understand why and how, and just just sort of get a, people can get a taste of of the sheer horror that anti police organizers and just like regular people in Chicago are fighting every day because the Chicago Police Department fails the rape, torture, murder test just again and again and again and again. And so we are going to tell four stories of uh, torture, rape, and murder by the Chicago Police Department. Oh, good. That so, seems fun. It, it's going to be great. Happy pants on, kids. Yay! Uh, go for a cruise. You know, take the top down. Um, it's it's time for a good old fun Woo. fest. So our, our our first story of torture, rape, and murder by the CPD is the story of Chicago's infamous torture ring, uh, led by a man named John Burge. Yeah. Now, John Burge had been a military police sergeant working at a POW camp in Vietnam. So, so immediately you have a guy who's not only a troop cop, but he, he's, he's, he's a troop cop while he was a troop, and then he becomes a cop. Mm -hmm. And, it, it, you know, it, no, nothing good can possibly come from that. And the other thing that nothing good can possibly come from is the fact that while Burge was in Vietnam, the U.S. was doing some just really sick shit to Vietnamese prisoners, including rape, gang rape, rape with hard objects, and rape followed by murder. Uh, the electric shock called the Bell Telephone Hour rendered by attaching wires to the genitals and uh, keep your uh, keep that one in mind. We have not seen the last of that. Uh, and rape using eels and snakes, as we have talked about on Bastards a bit before. Um, they're also like they're also huge waterboarding fans. So this this is this is the environment that Burge is sort of you know being trained as a cop in, right? He's he's in one of those these these POW camps, and he gets a Purple Heart for his service. Now, when he comes back to the U.S. in 1969, uh, he becomes a cop, and within about three years, Burge and his white cop buddies start just absolutely beating the crap out of black suspects. Um, one of these prisoners. Uh, a man named Anthony Holmes uh, was repeatedly tortured with electric shocks and almost suffocated to death from a bag put over his head. Uh, Holmes was tortured so badly he literally thought he was going to die, so he confessed to a crime he didn't commit and spent 30 years in prison. Yeah, I actually interviewed one of the people tortured by Burge, um, who was yeah had his testicles electrocuted. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna get into that. In yeah, a bit. yeah, it's 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 horrible. It's yeah, it's pretty bad one stuff. Of the worst things I've ever read. Uh, yeah, uh, and. Holmes's case is particularly grim because so he, he tells his lawyers that he's been tortured and his lawyers don't believe him. And so, you know, he Yeah, he 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 went to spending 30 years in prison for something he didn't do. Um those shocks Yeah, uh, Robert, yeah. So, okay, so that they have this box 
right? It's, it's, it's box is a hand crate generator. Uh, Burge calls it the N word box. Uh, and he just attaches people's like it just attaches it to people. Oh, I wonder sends... why he calls it that. Oh yeah, no, it's he's all of these people are so indescribably racist. It's like, yeah, um, it, it, he 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 just like he keeps this box like on his desk at at the Chicago Police Department. Like it's just on his desk at work. Um, now now the other thing that's notable about this is that he he and the people around him would call just electrocuting people by touching alligator clamps to them and putting nine thousand two hundred volts into them. Uh, they called it the Vietnamese treatment because uh, guess what? He learned this in Vietnam. Um, now Burge's so-called midnight crew had had an incredibly high rate of solving crimes, and he has an incredibly high rate of quote unquote solving crimes because he's just torturing random black people until they confess. Um, and you know, it, it, it's, and it's it's not like people don't know he's doing this. There's there's a detective in the 70s who, like, walks in on Burge torturing a guy. And he goes to his superiors and is like, Burge is, Burge is torturing these people. And that detective gets reprimanded and re- reprimanded for, like, reporting the torture and transfer to another area. So Burge gets promoted to sergeant in 1977 and then again to lieutenant in 1980. And he gets he gets put in charge of the newly formed Violent Crimes Unit. And uh, from, from, from this position, his reign of terror intensifies. And it, so, so in, in 1982, someone shoots two white cops and, you know, it, it, this is one of, one of the sort of classic police things is anytime a cop dies, the, 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 the police department just goes fucking ballistic. They kind of um, lose it. Yeah. 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 And, and, and in this case with, with, with Burge in charge, uh, he basically turns the entire South side into what can only be described as a fascist police state. Um, here's, this is, this is from the Chicago police torture scandal, illegal and uh, political history in, in Cooney's law review. Police kicked down doors and terrorized scores of African-Americans and what Jesse Jackson of Operation Push, uh, Push and Reynold Robinson of the Afro-American Police League condemned as, quote, martial law that smacked of Nazi Germany. Thirteen witnesses were smothered with bags and threatened with bolt cutters, and Burge and his detectives took several young men, who they wrongly suspected to be the killers, to police headquarters and tortured them. And I mean, they're just like, you know, they're, they're busting down people's doors or dragging people away out in the middle of the night. They do this for about five days before they arrest two brothers and who again, had nothing to do with this. They just decided that these two were the guys and tortured just the absolute shit out of them. Um, one of the brothers, Angie Wilson, before Burge even gets there, cause this is the everything about Burge is that it's, it's not just Burge, right? It's like everyone he's like around him is also a torturer. It's just Burge sort of, you know, Bur- Burge is the guy like directing a lot of it. So, like yeah. e- even before he gets there, yeah, like <laughs> Wilson gets like he's burned with a cigarette lighter. He gets strangled with the bag over his head again, and they just like beat him a bunch of times. And then it gets even worse. Um, Burge, like, you know, Bur- Burge does a thing where, where where he he like he straps him to the, to to the electric box, right? But he also straps him against a radiator. And, you know, these are like old Chicago steam radiators, right? If you touch, if you like touch them even briefly, you get burned. Yeah. And so, yeah, he straps into a radiator and every time he like gets shocked, he jerks back into the radiator and gets burned. Yeah. I have a friend who got a second degree burn just from like briefly touching one of those things. Like, yeah. Like, that, I, yeah. People... I mean, it, it's basically, it's basically tying someone to an oven that's turned yeah, off. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, it is breathtaking inhumanity on a scale that is yeah um cop-esque yeah yeah it's Copy. it's 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 real it's real cop shit um it's, it's for sure real cop shit yeah uh so here, here here's an interview uh 
with Wilson, just there's an uh, excerpt of one from, from the book Writings for the World of Policing. Wilson said that Berg cranked the generator, sending 9,200 volts of electricity into his body. He put it on my fingers, Wilson explained, one of the clamps on one finger and one on the other finger, and then he kept cranking it and cranking it, and I was hollering and screaming. I was calling for help. My teeth was grinding, flickering in my head. Pain. It hurts, Wilson continued, but it stays in your head, okay? It stays in your head and it grinds your teeth. It grinds. Constantly grinds. Constantly. The pain just stays in your head. And your teeth constantly grinds and grinds and grinds and grinds and grinds and grinds. Now, Wilson, they, they do this to Wilson for like a day, and he doesn't confess. Like he, he, he refuses to confess because he didn't do it. And so he, he, he goes to, uh, like, he, they bring him in front of a felony prosecutor, and Wilson tells the prosecutor that he's being tortured. And, and you know, it's incredibly obvious he's being tortured. Like, there's just, there's marks all over his body. Like, his, his face is destroyed. And the prosecutor sends him back to Burge, who tortures him more. And but by the time Burge is done with him, Wilson is so visibly fucked up that the police lockup keeper... Like takes a look at it. Like takes one look at him and goes, I, "I'm not going to be a part of this," and refuses to put him in lockup. Uh, Cook, Cook County Jail's like director of medical services um, sends a letter going like, "This man was tortured to the police." Hey, we found a human being. Yeah, yeah. What well, you know? And it's like th- th- every once, once every like, I don't know, maybe like a hundred pages of reading about this, you find one person who is a normal human being. Uh, unfortunately, the state's attorney, instead of prosecuting Burge for, again, attaching, attaching a man's balls to a hand crank generator and then electrocuting him, uh, the, the state prosecutor and the police superintendent both publicly congratulate Burge for his work. Uh, yeah, a- a- Andrew Wilson, meanwhile, died in prison in 2007 because this world is Dope. just the worst. Oh, okay. It is, well, yeah, that too. Yeah, uh, now, you might be asking yourself, uh, how does he get away with this? And the answer is that uh, the CPD is complicit in Burge's torture at literally every level. Uh, every attempt to stop Burge is derailed directly by the departments. And n- not only is he not stopped, he's repeatedly praised and promoted for his actions. And, yep. yeah. No, I mean, that's, so, the, that's how it goes. Yep, it's it's great. It's, it's, it's an institutionalized system of torture, rape, and murder that... Yeah, in Chicago, change. it's like a, we yep. have us a little Abu Ghraib. Uh, yeah, right, oh, right in home. But yeah, well, don't worry. Years. We will. Well, I, I guess we won't actually get to Abu Ghraib specifically, but I, I can, I can do, I can, I can do an Abu Ghraib tie-in at the end of this part. Yeah. <clears throat> so, the 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 CPD has something they call the Code of Silence, and we'll talk about this more later. But basically, the, the the core of the Code of Silence is that just no matter what crimes, what atrocities, what just inhuman pig horrors you see cops committing, you stay silent. Now, this code, it, it, you know, it, it's, it's, it's a code that everyone sort of knows, right, in the police, but it's also directly enforced. Um, and, and it's enforced by the stuff Burge would do to, like, just to other cops. Like, he, he would do things like if there was a cop who was, like, unhappy with him, he would, like, walk up behind them when they were opening a file cabinet and point a gun at their head and then go, like, bang, and then do this, like, a thing that I can really only describe as a supervillain monologue about how, like, the projects are a dangerous place. Uh, maybe you're going to turn up dead. It's he also he he has these street files that he keeps on like other cops' families, so that uh, if, if if another cop like goes after him, he can have their family arrested and then plant evidence on them. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yep. Yeah, it's it's like you know, like at a certain point, like he's doing this to other cops. 
And it's like, well, okay, like, you know, what, like, what, what possible, like, system of, of, of accountability, quote unquote, or police reform is, like, ever going to do anything to a guy who will just do this to cops? Like, and, you know, with the CPD actively backing him, there's, there's nothing that can stop Burge. And I should mention here that there's persistent rumors that Burge is a Klansman. Um, I, I couldn't find like firm confirmation of it. He's, he's certainly racist enough, but, but I think, yeah, but like, why would he, why would he spend like, that's, that feels like almost, he would be like, why would I waste my time doing that? Like just talking about being racist when I can go out and torture people because I'm a racist every day. Like fuck the clan. I've already got shit going on. Yeah. And and I I think it's sometimes like, yeah, the the question is immaterial. He he is a member of the Chicago police department, an organization of systematic racial terror, the likes of which the modern clan can only dream of. Yeah. That's whatever. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, who cares? He's 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 John Birch. Um, Honestly, if he were spending time at clan meetings, at least he wouldn't be torturing people during yeah, that time. Yeah, it's, yeah. Lo- love lo- love your police when, if he was a clansman, that might have been slightly better. I mean, is... that's the big thing with like this type of like liberal response to this type of extremism. It's like, they only view it as a problem if you're like explicitly part of this, you know, like... It's like very obvious to everyone, white nationalist group, right? They can watch a cop do all these horrible things, and it's fine because that's just a cop. But if he's a clan member, then that's a problem, yeah. right? It's like they can excuse all this horrible torture and not really be concerned yeah. about it. The, but if but if he had the, a robe in his closet, then it's suddenly this big issue. It's like no, like the issue is that he was doing all this torture anyway, and he yep. doesn't like this. You don't need to focus on like just the like just that identity like that weird identity aspect of it yeah the the clan is old enough and wears a uniform that is distinct enough that everybody recognizes it as racist even though the chicago police department is actually much more of a threat in terms of racism yep. than the clan today uh and was at that point in time but you know they're the cops and if you're a suburban white liberal they're there to you know, help help keep your lawn safe or whatever. Um, yeah. So you don't you don't see them as the same inherently racial organization. Exactly. Um, even though they are. Yeah. And even though, I mean, they're dragging people out of their homes and like just electrocuting them like this is, you know, this, this is something also that I was very annoyed about when I was, I was reading this was like a lot, you, you, you read a lot of this stuff and then and you'll, you'll get descriptions of it that are like. Ah, uh, this is something that like only happens in repressive regimes like Kazakhstan. It's like, have you read <sighs> anything not. about the history of the U.S.? Like, <laughs> yeah, this is like, thing. yeah, like we we, we, we have do one send of the... officers over to other countries that often teach their police how to do shit like this. That yep. happens, but it's like, like, yeah, when you were describing a whole bunch of stuff in the past, like you know, twenty minutes, I was thinking in my head, I'm like, oh yeah, this is just like stormtrooper shit. But the thing is, it isn't. Like, this just is cop shit. And yeah. it, like like the thing like the fact of like elevating it in my brain to it being like something other than cops is incorrect. No, like this just is police stuff. It's not it's not necessarily stormtrooper shit. It's just is police shit. Yeah. And the fact that those things are so synonymous, that should be the part that's actually like upsetting. Is that yeah, it's actually there is really no difference and you shouldn't necessarily resort to calling it stormtrooper stuff because it is just what the police do all the time.
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Become a part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry with an education from Trinity School of Natural Health. Trinity graduates can empower their communities through natural health principles and techniques, whether they go into practice to guide others toward their wellness goals or open a store to sell their favorite health products. Trinity grads are equipped to change lives. With 19 online programs and flexibility to fit your busy schedule, including the popular Certified Natural Health Professional, you can get the training that helps you turn your passion into a career. And here's the best part. You can earn the certification in less than a year. From herbology to naturopathy and health coaching, Trinity allows you to make a meaningful difference by helping others live healthier, happier lives. Don't wait any longer to pursue your passion for natural health. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. There's this whole model you see people talking about it where they talk about like like the oh the police are using unnecessary force. And like there there there's like a certain threshold where if you go past it, like you know, yeah. the sort of like like even you know, like I'm gonna I'm gonna read like the, the Burge has a lot of like when when he winds up in court, like the judges look at this and are like, Oh my god, this is unacceptable. How could this have happened? And you know, you you, you get some good descriptions of it. I'm gonna this is a, a, a district judge court describing what Burge was doing in the early eighties. There existed in 1982 in the city of Chicago a de facto policy practice and or custom of Chicago police officers exacting unconstitutional revenge and punishment against persons who they alleged had killed or injured a fellow officer. This revenge and punishment included beating, kicking, torturing, shooting, and or executing such a person for the purpose of inflicting pain, injury, and punishment on that person, and also for the purpose of forcing that person to make an inculpatory statement. Exculpatory, yeah. Exculpatory, yeah. Or, I, they said or inculpatory. It's, it's yeah, inculpatory. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
cool. You know, and and you you get stuff like like there's 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 an FBI report that I'm, from the Chicago Tribune that I'm going to read because it's <sighs> he left one bullet in the in the cylinder and spun it. A report quoted the inmate as saying about Burge and the 1985 incident. He then said, "You talk or I'll blow your black." Uh, expletive presumably the n-word brains out uh burge then got up from his desk walked over to the inmate put the muzzle of the revolver against the center of the inmate's forehead and pulled the trigger he spun the cylinder and placed it back against his forehead and pulled the trigger again so yeah he's just playing russian roulette with people like he's playing it i don't i don't yeah, think you can yeah, say no, they're he's, playing yeah i well he's th- uh, d- pulling a one in six chance of murdering them they yeah. are d- in terror uh there's also a lot of like there, he does like he sexually abuses people he like he loves like, going after testicles yeah he he like he electrocuted like well i mean he's also like is like like basically like raping people um he like electrocutes a 13 year old child and you know and th- this is like <sighs> It's 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 just so bleak that like I mean there, there's, so there's a very famous article about this by a Chicago journalist it's called the House of Screams, but you know it, like like Burge isn't the only guy doing this like he, he, one of his loyalists is, is is lieutenant like is a guy named Byron who's like in charge of uh the, the midnight shift at, at the Area Two Violent Crimes, and they they become known internally as Burge's ass kickers at the A Team because this is just who these people are culturally uh. and. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Sure, buddy. Yeah. Um. These guys start uh like putting pr- like guns in prisoners' mouths. Um. Oh. They have one thing where they they stick a shotgun in a guy's mouth and they pull the trigger and it's not loaded, but they just like they keep doing this mock execution yeah. thing. Yeah. It's it's that is yeah. by the way illegal in international law. Like internationally, yeah. that is a war crime. If you're military, specifically fake executions are yeah. a type of torture. And a a war crime under international law based on treaties yeah. the United States has signed. Yeah, and and Byron also so he does that a lot. And then that same guy, the same guy, the, the shotgun thing too. Uh, he apparently didn't have the box, so he stripped the dude and shocked his balls with a cattle prod. And yep. this is the guy who Lori Lightfoot sent her number two lawyer to defend in court in 2020 by arguing the torture never happened. Yeah, that's 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 accountability. That's the, yep, that, that's the mayor of my city. Uh, right. Now, life, he life foot, blue. life foot is on the record as saying that Burge tortured over a hundred people. But once it came to you know actually putting up or shutting up, uh, she just goes to bat for the cops. And and this happens in Chicago like just so many times with people who used to be like who, you know who who in the moment are like oh uh, Burge did torture. We need to reform the police. And it's you know the moment they get into power. They do this stuff. I mean, there, there's, there's a bunch of like incredibly weird stuff that happens here. Like, so the the Seventh Circuit Court of Appeals at one point saw a, saw a like they, they 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 saw a case over whether a one thousand dollars settlement with a torture victim was fair. And Jesus Christ! Yeah, yeah. It, 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 in court, it's like you you read the transcripts of it, and it's like it's it's the most brutal demolishing of like a a, a state's argument I've ever seen. Like they're, they're they're just like in court asking them like okay like we're 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 this person's judges supposed to have like known in court that he was also torturing other people and like it, it's you know the the, the court's just like yeah you know they're tearing them apart and then when it comes time to decide the case uh the court tosses the case out and sides with the state wow I 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what's going that, on that, there. It's that's awful. The that's it's, the judicial system. Yep. Uh, this this happens. This happens uh, just all the time. Account, I mean, that that is the thing about the way the whole system works, which is that you know the police do horrific things in Chicago. They torture in Los Angeles. They have Nazi gangs. You know, there's a bunch of different horrible shit the police do. And then at some point, the FBI and the Justice Department come in and they provide incredibly they, – they send in very talented investigators who produce incredibly detailed lists of all of the things that are being done. And then a court says, well, but nobody's going to get punished. Or maybe this one guy will get punished and then we'll yep. go on back to doing things. And that's although, the way uh, the system is supposed to work. Although uh, we're, we're going to read a story about the FBI not doing that in, in, uh, in the next episode. So, yeah, you yeah can't, I mean, they don't yeah. it, it, we, we don't always get a report. Um, yeah, no. I just I, <laughs> I, I have become incre- like it's very frustrating because having these FBI reports on police abuses um, is useful, again, for talking to liberals because they tend to trust the FBI. But it's also like, boy, I've read a lot of detailed FBI reports about yeah. how bad police departments are. And it seems like nothing ever gets done. No, like it, it seems like they just changes. write a thing saying, yeah, it's bad. And then everything continues forever. Yeah. And it's, you know, this this case, like. So the, the the reason we even know any of this is through uh, what I like what I, what I will say like the a, a genuinely heroic decades long campaign run by the People's Law Office on behalf of Burge victims yep. and these people like they save people's lives like there are people who Burge tortured who ended up on death row for it and yeah you know like this stuff is so bad that when it comes out the Supreme Court does a ruling on it and it like establishes new precedents for like how people can prove they've been tortured and, like you know it, it's so bad that like. Illinois stops running the death penalty. Like we had the death penalty, and like we still technically, I think, have it. But like we just stopped doing it. Like we stopped. Do- we stopped executing people because, like, a Republican governor, like on air, gave a giant thing about how the justice system is broken. And like this is this is John Ryan, right? Like this is a man who, like, he he is like this is a man who was corrupt by the standards of of, a, of an Illinois politician. And even he, like on the air, is like, yeah, this is like, you know, th- this is this is broken. He he pardons some Burge victims, and it, it, in nineteen ninety three, faced with just irrefutable evidence of torture and rulings from multiple higher por- uh, higher courts, the police board finally released a report. Although the report also doesn't call it torture and is a disaster, that they finally have Burge fired, and some of his colleagues who were also torturing people get suspended for fifteen months. But uh, Burge isn't prosecuted for, you know, the crimes that we have multiple reports of him doing until 2010 uh, after the victims literally go to the United Nations with a campaign and go go in front of the United Nations and talk about how they are being systemically tortured by the Chicago Police Department. But, of course, by 2010, the statute of limitations on his crimes had run out. So uh, he winds up going to jail for three years Yeah, it makes sense that there's a statute of limitations on torture. Yeah, that's definitely one of the ones we should have a cap on. Yeah, definitely. It's great. It's, it's, It's a great system. Um, and I'm, I'm going to read something from the Chicago Tribune that was a description of, of this uh, quote. While the jury was out, Burge, still unrepentant, allegedly asked a courtroom observer whether he thought the jury would, quote, believe a bunch of N-words. Wow. Awesome, dude. Yeah, yeah this great. is 2010. It's great. <laughs> Fucking amazing. Burge tortured at least 125 people. That's almost certainly a, an undercount. 125 is the number of people who we have who have come forward. A lot of those people probably have, like, the people he tortured have probably died by now. Um, yeah, sure. And, and, I mean, yeah, you, you'll never, we'll never get an accurate count of all the people who were victimized. Yeah, yeah. And, and uh, Burge died a free man and has never served a day for his actual crimes. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Become a part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry with an education from Trinity School of Natural Health. Trinity graduates can empower their communities through natural health principles and techniques, whether they go into practice to guide others toward their wellness goals or open a store to sell their favorite health products. Trinity grads are equipped to change lives. With 19 online programs and flexibility to fit your busy schedule, including the popular Certified Natural Health Professional, You can get the training that helps you turn your passion into a career. And here's the best part. You can earn the certification in less than a year. From herbology to naturopathy and health coaching, Trinity allows you to make a meaningful difference by helping others live healthier, happier lives. Don't wait any longer to pursue your passion for natural health. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Now, now Bur- Burge and his crew are the most famous of the, the 80s and 70s and 80s torturers, but uh, they're by no means the er- the only one. And we're going to talk about one more in this torture section. Uh, do, if you, do you know Richard Zuli? Mm-mm. Okay, so yeah, Zuli's, Zuli's the one that people tend not to know. Um, Zuli was also a Vietnam War vet, and he, he becomes a detective in 1977. Um, what's interesting about him is Zuli is never part of, of Burgess Cadre, right? Bur- Burgess Cadre is working out of Area 2. They're on the south side. They're in an overwhelmingly black part of the south side. Uh, Zuli works in Areas 3 and 6 on the north side. You know, what, what, what I need to mention off the bat is that Zuli is no less racist than Burge is. Uh, he once arrested a black dude for just, like, having a car and wearing a watch and, like, like well, but those a- are both felonies in the, in oh, the yeah. city of Chicago, right? Well, if, I mean, if, you if, famously never know what time it is because you're a law-abiding citizen. Yeah, well, it, law-abiding citizen and also uh, don't be black while doing this because 
Well, sure. Yeah, that's, he throws him in a cell and charges. Yeah, well, I, it, it 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 gets it gets you Zuli screaming. No N word is supposed to live like this. Oh boy! Oh yeah. boy! It's you know we yeah. we people like talk about cops doing stuff for that reason, but it's it's you know they're so racist. To, to like, just get a direct quote. Yeah, yeah. Like I can't emphasize it. Like they're just they're so racist it's like ingrained into the d like the cop dna yeah they're just like, saying the loud part loud yeah like they're just screaming like the, we're, we're gonna do uh, one of the things in the next episode is the cops will just drive around like blasting the n-word out of their out of their like uh, cop stereos because jesus christ the yeah now zuli in a lot of ways is a more modern torturer than burge is uh, you know burge is very big on your like overt physical violence right your beatings your electrocution your suffocation sure um the problem with these techniques from a torture perspective is that they leave incredibly obvious marks. And, you know, th- this is how Burge goes down, right? It- it's-, it's too obvious what he's doing. There are people who can just, like, show up to a court and be like, hey, look at my neck. Like, here are all these burns. Uh, Zuli is much smarter about it. Um, you know, she- I mean, she does some beatings because cops are literally animals and are incapable of resisting the urge to beat the living shit out of anyone who falls into their grasp. But, you know, mostly what he does is he does things like he'll just shackle someone to a wall for 24 hours. And, you know, and he'll be like, okay, like, I'm, I'm going to shock you to this wall. And until you sign this confession, I won't let you leave. And also, you can't talk to anyone. You can't talk to your lawyer. You can't talk to, uh, like, you can't talk to your family. And in, in the next episode, we're going to see this. This is how modern CPD torture works, except Zuli is doing this in, like, the 80s. Now, Zuli is, is a naval intelligence officer who's, you know, he's still, so he's still technically in the reserves when he joins the cops. And that meant when uh, the CIA's torture is like Autonomous Bay stalled out. They they needed a hero, and that hero was Zuli. Um, Zuli is was the, the most active. Like the the thing is the most active in is 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 the torture of Muhammadu Old Sali, who is famously known as the most tortured man at Guantanamo. Um, he well, that's yeah. At least he got into Guinness. Yeah, uh, he yeah they they do sleep deprivation. I mean they they so the, some of it's like the standard sort of like Gitmo stuff, which is like. They don't let you sleep. They blast loud like sounds into your cell all the time. They like beat you. There's molestations, and but there's also stuff that's like like you know the threat of attack by dogs. But like he'll do things like like he'll like soak he'll like get soaked in ice water, or like they 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 stuffed him in this like straitjacket thing that didn't let him breathe properly, and then stuffed it full of ice. Oh, cool. And then That's Zuli also, yeah, yeah, it's 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 bad. And he also like threatens to kidnap uh, his mother and have her sent to Guantanamo to be raped because these people are again just monsters. And yeah, Zuli is still alive today and uh, roams the streets as a free man, having received literally no consequences whatsoever for being a torturer so good in the CPD that the CIA was like, "We're going to bring this guy in to do torture." That's great. It's great. It's yep, yep. Ah. <sighs> And and that 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 brings us to our first interlude, which is every year Chicago police officers go to the grave of the deputy chairman of the Black Panther Party, Fred Hampton, who they assassinated in a police raid after drugging him in 1969. Um, they go to his grave to shoot his fucking tombstone. They do this literally every year. Every, every Hampton's year. families, yeah. every they, year. They, they they keep getting new tombstones. They shoot them every they shoot them every year. It just doesn't matter. Uh, the CPD just keeps shooting it. And th- there's a quote from the great Trinidadian Marxist historian C.L.R. James that I think about a lot that goes, when history is written as it ought to be written, it is the moderation and long patience of the masses at which people will will wonder, not their ferocity. Yep. 
I really <laughs> hope there's a moment of people doing things to cops that makes generations in the future marvel at their ferocity. Yeah. I think I can say that it's... without it legally being incitement. Yes. I'll make one other fun note, which is that five Chicago police officers died last year from COVID, so that's good. Yeah. Only five, huh? Let's make it 50. <laughs> Officer, dad, look, they're working on it. They, don't, yeah. they won't wear masks Finger, and they won't get vaccinated. Crossed. Critical support to the Chicago police who don't wear masks. Yeah, they're, uh, they're, 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 they're having their police academy exams in person now. Oh, awesome. that's good. So, so, that's you know, fine. You know what? Comrade that's COVID, fine. critical support. Yeah. yeah. Spend more time indoors together without masks, guys. Avoid those vaxes. Yeah, yeah, it'll be great. It'll be no great. mandate. Nothing bad will happen. <laughs> uh, <sighs> okay. So story two which is a shorter one, but uh, no less bleak, I think. On October 20th, 2014, Officer Jason Van Dyke fired 16 shots at Laquan McDonald, who had turned around and was walking away from him. Uh, here's from the people of the state of Illinois. Walking Jason away Van aggressively, Dyke. Chris. Yeah, uh, oh boy. Violently exiting. Yeah, I, I walking away while black, which I guess yeah. in in the minds of like half of the United States is uh, the same. I mean, thing they as do have someone. A, a court defended legal right to shoot people in the back who are trying to it's, get away. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, great country. We're nailing it from, from the Chicago Tribune. An analysis of the video. This is this, this is from the the court case, but in the Chicago Tribune, an analysis of the video establishes that fourteen to fifteen seconds passed from the time the defendant. Van Dyke fired his first shot to clear visual confirmation of the final shot. For approximately 13 of those seconds, McDonald is lying on the ground. So he he fires literally every bullet in his gun at a man who is by those like second shot lying dead. Like, well, he's not quite dead yet, but li- like lying on the ground. Yeah. It's just, yeah. I you, mean, uh, from the cop's perspective, like, why not? Like, th- that's yeah. like, that, like, like, they have the ability to do that. If they get the chance, oh, I get to kill a black person, and it doesn't matter, then why? Like you, right? That's like if yep. you, if you, you have to, you have to think through like what they're actually processing this as, and they don't see them as like a, they don't see them as like an equivalent human life. Yep. So it doesn't like it's, it's they don't it doesn't like you can't like apply the same rules of civility that like we should all kind of agree upon. Because cops have such a hierarchical viewpoint that with them at the top that you they can never actually exist within any kind of humane society. No, that's why again, unspeakable ferocity of the masses. Fingers crossed. One, one, yeah. one day, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, and I, I think the the thing, you know, okay, so look, if, if this is the price of a liberal democracy, right? If 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 you're going to if you're going to live in a society that has like you know that that where laws are enforced by the police the police are going to murder people like that's that that yeah. that's what you're signing on for yeah and i think that i think that's an absolutely unacceptable price and but we shouldn't do this um now the other aspect of this is because you have to keep all of these just absolutely like just bloodthirsty murderers on the leash and because also all the people who are actually in the government are just genuinely despicable human beings uh Immediately after, I mean, bef- like really before the shots have stopped firing, like there's a cover up that stretches from ev- like it includes everyone from the officers on the scene all the way up to Mayor Rahm Emanuel. So, for example, mysteriously, none of the multiple dashboard cameras on the scene were recording audio for reasons only the discerning listener can guess at. 
Uh, yeah. Yep. Like everyone across the entire chain of command, again, going right up to the mayor's office immediately goes, we, we cannot let this video get out because it's, it's so bad that even the CPD is like, this is going to look bad for us. Yeah. Because if it gets out, then people will want to do bad things to cops and they can't have yeah. that. And you know, so this, 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 this tape is concealed for over a year until the journalist, Brandon Smith, like literally gets a like sues sues them and literally gets the judge to like order the state to release it. And while this is going on, the, the cops are doing this massive PR blitz featuring this just like incredible pack of racist lies, including that McDonald had lunged forage at Van Dyke with a knife. No, he didn't. He was literally walking away from them. That McDonald had a gun, which is an interesting one because not only like they didn't even have time to like plant a like he, they they killed him so fast they didn't even have time to plant a gun on him. Like there's no gun, but the multiple officers will are, are like you can you can find news things of them talking about how this guy oh he had a gun it's like there's no gun, um, yeah, yeah I the, the the classic one is that like Van Dyke feared for his life and I uh, no he didn't he probably should now but he does not yeah he should never he should never live a waking or sleeping moment yeah. where no, he's not no, in constant uh, fear of someone cutting his head off no just as like yeah, in terms it, of the horror that should be imbued inside people who do these things they should never like they should never be able to like sit down and be comfortable yeah the closest we've ever gotten to justice for one of these guys is when that mob surrounded uh uh derek chauvin's house um yeah. and yep. it would have been actual justice if they had gotten through the door yep yep it's yeah so yeah you know, all and you ever like so. There's all, there's there's this huge coterie of cops who are all just lying about this. They're lying in the press. They're lying. Just they're lying. They lie. They start. They lie like on the stand. Um, and you know this strategy works for a while because this country is just a racist hellhole until the court forces him to release the video. And when it becomes clear if the video is going to come out, the state immediately charges him. Like they 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 charge him, and then later that day they release the video. Now, now keep this in mind. They had this video for a fucking year. Yeah, it's, they knew it's, it's exactly what he'd done. It's all, yeah. it's all fake. And yeah. you know, yeah, and they they only charged him when the alternative was literally being run into the sea by an entire mob of the sea, literally the entire population of Chicago. Um, so Van, Van Dyke is suspended without pay, right? But he immediately gets hired by the, by the police union. Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah, that and, makes sense. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Cool. And and That's Van Dyke, Van Dyke eventually. I mean, he goes down. Eventually, he gets convicted of you know sec- of second degree murder and sixteen counts of aggravated battery. But you know, there's a, there's a later report that describes the involvement of sixteen other officers in the cover up. Uh, four officers were eventually fired for lying about the case. Three were tried for the cover up and acquitted, and four officers were given a one week suspension for the mysterious lack of camera audio. Honestly, uh, that is yes. m- m- more. That is more than what usually than happens. Expected. Yeah. That, well, I mean, that, it, this is yeah. like this video is so bad that like, yeah. like this video is so. I mean, Rahm Emanuel stuff doesn't really. I mean, he the, the consequence he suffers is that he decides not to run again because it will be bad for him. But uh, Rahm Emanuel is uh, currently now the, his his consequence is that he's the American ambassador to Japan. And okay, well, that is I, a fate worse than death. You know, I, I I will also say this: the people of Japan do not deserve Rahm Emanuel. The Liberal Democratic Party, on the other hand, are maybe the only people on earth who actually deserve him. Like, if if you didn't want us to palm Rahm Emanuel off on you, you shouldn't have taken all that CIA money in the fifties and sixties and let them run your political campaigns. So, uh, Liberal Democratic Party, lie down with dogs, get fleas. Um, but yeah, uh, Jason Van Dyke was released from prison two weeks ago after serving less than half his sentence. Laquan McDonald remains dead. <sighs> Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, the, the, the really depressing part is that that is more consequences than usually yep, ever yep, happens. Yep, yep. And that, that only happened because of, you know, like, an incredible amount of organization no, yeah, and in like, Chicago. Think, think yeah, of all of like, the times where there is no video. Think of all yep. the times where there's nothing. And yep. things just happen, no one watches it, and then dead bodies get kicked into a ditch. Um, yep. And that's way more common than anything where there's type of, like, recordings or even where there needs to be cover-ups. You know, you you both are probably too young for this movie, but in one of the Transformers movies, after they beat all the bad Transformers, <laughs> I've watched all scene... of the Transformers okay. movies, you including know the, the old animated ones, where the Navy lifts them all up and drops them into the sea. Yes. What if we did that with the Chicago Police Department? I just I'm drop proud. them in the sea, big old, big old sink or swim, scoop them up, drop them in the sea. Yeah. I... No, we put them in a bag. There's no swimming. Okay, I, that's fair. Look, look, they they. One one they they get one bag individual each individual gets one bag for each bag they put over someone's head and strangled them with I yeah. think that's fair and then right into the sea and the sea I, I th- solves all problems the, the, see, the last then- thing like I, I I do I do genuinely want to say is that like if 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 you read this story over and over and over and over again you get people who are you know, like you get the governor going like the system is fundamentally broken we must reform it you get the court saying the system is fundamentally broken and must reform it and it never changes. They just keep killing people. They keep enslaving people. They keep doing like they keep torturing people. They keep murdering people. They keep raping people. And I mean, this yeah. will not end until you abolish the police. No, like there, there is no you, alternative. If you, if your car is fun is broken on a fundamental level, you can't you can't reform your car to make it better. There's a certain point where it's totaled, and you're like, well, I guess. That car yeah, it's like your, your engine block is shattered, and you're like, yeah, "Well, I fixed there's... the tires, so it ought to go now." <laughs> no, <laughs> no. It's like if it's broken on a fundamental level, you can't reform it. Those words, like those words, don't go together. Yeah, it's, you have like you throw throw out throw out your car and build a train. That's or that's what you have to do. Walk, <laughs> use yeah. your feet to get a bicycle. <laughs> honestly, yeah. like. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I stuck a uh, bottle onto the rail of my AR-15, so it's not a gun anymore. Like, no, it's it's still it's, a gun. <laughs> yeah, um, uh, yeah that, this is really really sad. Um, yeah, and it's pretty, good stuff. Pretty depressing. Um, anyway, I'm gonna go watch 2008's uh, The Dark Knight and feel uh, feel <laughs> great about myself. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, that's gonna do it for us. That it could happen here today. Um, until next time, uh, hope that more Chicago police officers get COVID. There, there is that, there is that fun scene in the Dark Knight where the Joker goes into the Chicago police building <laughs> and blows up the prison block with all those cops inside. That's that great. is, that is a fun scene. Yeah. Anyway, um, bye. What Happened Here is a production of Cool Zone Media. For more podcasts from Cool Zone Media, visit our website, coolzonemedia.com, or check us out on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. You can find sources for It Could Happen Here updated monthly at coolzonemedia.com slash sources. Thanks for listening. Become a part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry with an education from Trinity School of Natural Health. Trinity graduates can empower their communities through natural health principles and techniques, whether they go into practice to guide others toward their wellness goals or open a store to sell their favorite health products. Trinity grads are equipped to change lives. 
With 19 online programs and flexibility to fit your busy schedule, including the popular Certified Natural Health Professional, you can get the training that helps you turn your passion into a career. And here's the best part. You can earn the certification in less than a year. From herbology to naturopathy and health coaching, Trinity allows you to make a meaningful difference by helping others live healthier, happier lives. Don't wait any longer to pursue your passion for natural health. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.